This is Femi Kuti, and you are listening to NYC Radio Live. All right, how are you? David Ellenbogen here. You're listening to NYC Radio Live. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is a good one. I got to sit down with a really amazing singer, multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, Amethyst Kia. We got to hang out at Global Fest, and um, whatever it is, she's got it. You'll, you'll see. In fact, let's take a listen to her tune, Darling Corey, and then we'll hang out with Amethyst Kia. Preaching Corey's funeral 
on some lonesome graveyard ground. Dig a hole in the meadow, dig a hole in the cold, cold ground. Dig a hole, dig a hole in the meadow. We're going to lay down and pour it down. We're going to lay are we we're in we're in the paramount hotel we're in a we're in the, we're in the paramount hotel and um right around the corner is the copacabana where global fest is happening so so we made it yeah we made it yeah <laughs> it's the big show Times square baby yeah. so um uh when i hear your music uh so obviously there's the names that you can you can hear the um mahalia jackson or the yeah. lead belly or whoever I feel like I, I saw in your bio you're your professional kind of music nerd a little bit. Yeah. So I, I want some tips on who are the people that who who else comes into the mix that makes your sound that we should know about. Well, um, one big one is uh, uh, Vera Hall. Um, I don't know if you've ever um, you've probably heard Natural Blues by Moby, um, and that was a big hit for him like in the late nineties. But there's a the the, the there's a, a sound sample that he uses of a woman singing and he goes ooh Lord in my trouble so hard like he he sampled that and then built an entire you know built the compos- electronic composition around it well that was Vera Hall and that was a recording that John Lomax did of her singing um, back in the 1930s um, and her at her place of work in Livingston Alabama um, and there's a whole bunch of other amazing. Um, an, like acapella songs that she's saying that are in the um that are in the Smithsonian Folkways catalog um so she's a big one um another one is um Big Mama Thornton uh, sister was at a Tharp um there's some amazing uh, amazing women um um Big Mama Thornton was actually uh recorded the very first version of Hound Dog in 1952 before before Elvis uh, recorded it. Um so, she played she played guitar too, right? Um no, she just she just she sang. She just sang. Um I I've never I've never I've not known her to be a, to have played guitar, but she sang and she sang and wrote songs. Um and she always played with the band or played with a guitar player or sang with a guitar player. So, um yeah, and then Sister Rosetta Tharp is you know, she just got inducted into the um to the rock and roll hall of fame, um, being one of the sort of front runners of rock and roll music. Um, she was this church lady, uh, that led, led gospel choirs and played a, you know, a Gibson SG triple humbucker guitar and just like totally just like, just went in on guitar and incredible vocalist. So those are some, some pretty like some key people for me that are pretty inspiring from, from the early 20th century. Um, the Carter family, um, is another big one. They were like the first family of country music and, uh, they were the first kind of old time country band that I got introduced to when I studied at East Tennessee state university. Um, way back in the day before I even got introduced to music, a big influence for me, as far as wanting to be a singer songwriter, 
and when I was in high school was uh, Tori Amos. That's a she's a she's like a huge like inspiration. And then Nina Simone, um, another just incredible incredible musician and with an incredible journey in her life, um, going from being a concert pianist to pretty much in order to be to 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 survive on playing music, she had to adapt and sing and play blues and play all different kinds of stuff and um that's an incredible musician too so um yeah that's just to name a few i could probably go on for like 20 minutes but yeah (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure so um well let's uh is there you came out with them is there is there a track that you're particularly proud of that we should take a listen to oh um on on my upcoming record or on stuff that's already out I guess stuff that's already out because yeah. I don't have your upcoming record. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I do have one that's gonna be a new one that's gonna be coming out. Uh, shooting for late spring, early summer. Just waiting to get the right, find the right label, and kind of go from there. But um, I guess one recording that I'm particularly proud of. Um, there is a new release, um, a project that I worked on, um, headed up by Rhiannon Giddens, formerly of the Carolina Chocolate Drops, and now she's doing her own thing. She had a residency here in New York at Symphony Space um, and put on some amazing shows and had me come on as a, as a solo act and also um, for a larger collaborative project. Um, but there's an album, uh, the group's called Our Native Daughters, and it's Rhiannon Giddens, myself, Layla McCullough, and... Um, and uh, Allison Russell from Birds of Chicago, and um, it's going to be released by Smithsonian Folkways. And so we recorded that back in January, and that's going to come out February 22nd of this year, and there's pre-orders available online. Um, but there's a song, and I guess I'm just going to talk about that because that's like the latest thing that I'm going to be having coming out that I'm super stoked about. And one of the songs on there is one called Polly Ann's Hammer, and it was taken from... Uh, the the melody and the and the the melody of the song came from um, a guy named Sid Hemphill, his version of John Henry. Um, he was a North Mississippi Hill Country uh, multi instrumentalist, and uh, he did this recording of John Henry. And I really wanted to do something with that melody. And Rhiannon suggested to me and Allie, "Hey, why don't you all write a song about Polly Ann?" Because in, in that you know, and there's multiple versions of John Henry, but um, Typically, uh, she's the one that drove steel like a man. Yeah, she's the one that went in whenever John was sick and couldn't work. Polly drove steel like a man, but usually she's only mentioned in like one verse. So, so like, Rhiannon's like, "Hey, why don't you and why don't y'all write write a story about Polly Ann?" So we like co-wrote this song and like, you know, probably within thirty minutes to an hour, like wrote this song and then went in and re- recorded it in that like like about probably like three or four hours later. And it was really cool to be able to, like, flesh out that story and let Polly Ann be the center of it, you know, because um, she kind of just kind of goes kind of unnoticed for the most part. Um, so that was a really cool moment where we kind of, like, gave gave a voice to the woman, you know, behind the steel driving man, you know, and just showing that she has just as much importance of a role um, in the story. So so that was a really cool moment. All right. Well, let's take a listen. All right. Editing Dave here. We actually are not going to listen to that track because it's not out yet. But uh, I do have one off of her album, Amethyst Kia. We'll listen to uh, Over Yonder.
I'm always curious. I mean, it, it seems like within the tradition, African American tradition of Mavis Staples and everybody, all, you know, all, all the, yeah. that there is uh, there's like some like wisdom in even how to produce that sound. Like you have to be doing certain things correct with your breathing, with your body, with. Yeah. Have you ever had, felt like you had some epiphany, like, oh, like, in order to do this, you need to do that, and that there's some kind of, some kind of, like, something being passed along about anything? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, for me, for the longest time when I first started, you know, really performing as an artist, I, I for the longest time, I was singing, but, like, I wasn't really, like, I had, like, 
was able to like sing and catch people's attention, but I kind of didn't really, I didn't really have any like real like vocal dynamic. Like I was kind of just full force, you know, every time. And like, I didn't know anything about posture or breathing, anything like that. And really I took a couple of semesters of uh, vocal instruction uh, back at ETSU from a guy named uh, Dan Boner, who is actually the director of Bluegrass Old Time Country Music Studies. It's the program that I uh, graduated in, actually, uh, back in 2012. So I took a couple of semesters from him, and he's like, listen, like, I... Like you're, you have a gift. Your voice is, I mean, your voice is amazing. All I, I don't really don't want to change anything about the quality or tone of your voice. I just want to help you like understand breathing and like, and singing and character and singing, you know, with, with a dynamic to be able to sing quietly and to sing loudly, but to still be able to have meaning and passion behind it because each song calls for a different, a different character like there's if there's a song where you're angry at someone like you want to like you know convey that in the vocal if there's a song where you're really sad or if there's a song where you're really happy or whatever you want to convey that emotion and that involves vocal dynamic and and breathing and so I really worked on that for a couple of semesters and and those kind of those lessons like really stuck with me so that's always um that's always been that's been a really crucial point in my career as far as being a vocalist is concerned because it's like you can sing but then there's being a vocalist and really taking your your vocals seriously and and remembering to stay in character and to take care of your voice and you know all that kind of stuff so so yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, amethyst has a, a really big show coming right up so we're gonna let her go to it and uh thanks for taking the time i hope uh you know let me know next time you're up in new york Oh, definitely will. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, great. My pleasure. Don't mind people grinning in your face. Don't mind people grinning in your face. Don't fade is mine. A true
Hey.